0: Whenever we listen, we receive. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith is the medium of exchange. Money is the world's medium of exchange, but in the realm of the Spirit, faith is the medium of exchange. How do I receive from God? Believe. How do I receive from God? Believe. Amen. Hallelujah. That's how you receive. So as you listen to the Word of God, believe. And as you believe, the goodness of God, the blessings of God, the powers, the wonders, the miracles will be imparted into your life. Can we say amen? Amen. So the power of peace. We have been called out and saved not to live a normal life, but to live this eternal life which Jesus had lived, died, And been resurrected to give to us. So you and I, we're not living a normal human life. We're not living a life that is average. We're not living a worldly life. We're living eternal life. This life called Zoe. For this is the will of God. Jesus, when he prayed, he said, Your will be done. Where? On earth. And who are the ones living on earth? We. His Christians. His church. So the will of God is to, for us to manifest heaven on earth. Amen. There is no sickness in heaven. So it's not the will of God for you to have sickness. There is no poverty in heaven. So it's not the will of God for you to have poverty. There is no strife in heaven, so it's not the will of God for you to have strife in your life. Amen. That's how we discern, and that's how we know clearly and accurately. And there are, of course, no devils in heaven. So it's not the will of God for you to have demons harassing you in your life. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. So what do we do here? We expect the goodness of God, and we experience the goodness of God. And what is our mission? What is the commission that Jesus has given to his church? To manifest God. To manifest him. His character, his nature, his signs, his wonders, his miracles, his will. We are to manifest God, and that's how you draw people to Jesus. Can we say amen? Glory be to God. The word peace is the Hebrew word shalom and the Greek word irane. So peace is not just an attitude. Peace is not just a mental state. Peace is not just a feeling. Peace is the supernatural power of God. Peace is the attribute of God. Peace is the attribute of heaven. And peace is listed as one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is so, so powerful. There's a lot of people looking for peace, praying for peace, trying to get peace, especially now with the pandemic that is going on. Why is that so? Because peace is an essential element for successful and healthy living. Nothing works without peace. Peace is the culture, is the environment for you to thrive. It's just like when you're growing a plant, you need the culture, you need the environment for the plant to thrive. So peace is the God-given environment for us to thrive as his people. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why there is a great need for peace. And the church, we need to understand and we need to manifest peace. So that's why we are studying what we are studying. It's so important that with all your getting, get what? understanding, because you can't believe what you don't understand. And the minute you understand it, the penny drops, you get it, the revelation comes, you believe in it, and you walk in it. It's all supernatural. Amen. And it's also natural for a child of God. Now, I want you to look at this scripture, Mark chapter 4, verse 39. I don't know how many of you have seen the video that we sent you. Taken from Mark chapter 4, verse 39 in the members. Yes, that's a powerful video. Please do watch it. Mark 4, 39. Jesus arose and he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. How many of you do similar things? Yes, we do. When the rain comes, what, what do we do? If we have arranged for a function, for a church function, what do we do? Rebuke the rain. When the storm came, when we've had arranged for a church function, what did we do? We rebuke the storm. Amen. Understand that prayer is not begging God. Prayer is not begging God. You don't have to beg your father. He wants what's best for you. Certainly, it's not the will of the father for them to drown. So when you're praying, don't keep begging. You need to know. You need to know the will of the Father. And God is on your side to rebuke the devil with you. And release the power as soon as you rebuke the devil. Look at what Jesus did. He arose. Jesus is not a passive person. He did not react when he was wakened from his sleep. He arose and what did he do? He rebuked the wind. He did not back his father. He did not pray, Father, could you please calm the storm? What did he do? He rebuked the wind. The word "rebuke" means chastise. Amen. He rebuked the wind. And what else did he do? He said to the sea, every one of us, we have been given a weapon. You have been given a weapon and your weapon is your tongue. Your tongue, you need to use it for God and not against him. We need to use it for one another and not against one another. We must preserve the sanctity of our tongue to speak good. Good always triumphs over evil. The devil is not the victorious ones. We are the victorious ones. Are we clear about this? Are we clear about this? What is bad is not the victory. What is good is the victory. Can we say amen? Are you sure about this? He did not back. He rebuked and he said to the sea. You need to speak to your situation. You need to speak to your emotions. You need to speak to your body. You need to speak to your finances. Speak to your account. Amen. Speak to your purse, your wallet. Amen. Speak. Glory be to God. Because your tongue has the power of life. Amen. Death unto the devil and life unto God. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. So rebuking what is bad and speaking what is good. How many of you want to be like Jesus? If you want to be like him, you have to start imitating him. Study your Bible to understand how Jesus works and work like him. That's how you follow Jesus. He is the way. So this is his way. When he's confronted by a difficult situation, when he's confronted by danger, what did he do? Rebuke the devil and speak the desire result. Can we say amen? amen? Can we do this? Can we do this? Yes. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And what happened? The result speaks. What's the result? What's the result? The wind ceased and there was a great calm. And I want you to look at the peace that Jesus exercised in this situation. He said, peace, be still. It is not a request. It is a command. It is not a request. It is a command. So the peace of God has the commanding and the conquering power. Hallelujah. So peace is a force, is a power from heaven that can overcome, that can conquer all problems, challenges, and attacks of the devil. Can we say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. It is a commanding, conquering, and overcoming power. It's the peace that came out of the inside of Jesus. Remember the scripture says, greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. There are no storms on the inside of Jesus. No roaring waves on the inside of Jesus. Because he's the prince of peace. And he spoke out of that peace. He commanded the storm to be still out of that peace. He commanded the wind to cease out of that peace. And you do the same. When Queensland is, a, is attacked by whatever storms that are not right, what do you do? You command the storm to be still. You speak to that storm and command that storm to stop. You're not allowed to bring any havoc. You're not allowed to bring any troubles. You're not allowed to bring any damage to our state, to our nation, to our home. You have been given the position to take charge of your life. You are not a victim. Come on, say with me I'm not a victim. I am a victor. And who is backing you up? Come on, tell me. Who is backing you up? Jesus. So how many champions do we have here? Lift up your hands. How many champs do we have here? Come on, say to yourself, I'm a champ. I'm a winner. I'm more than a conqueror. I am what the Word of God says I am. I can do what the Word of God says I can do. I can, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Amen. That's the song that we, that we sang just now. You are my strength. Right? Amen. Always remember, for whatever you need, go to the right source. Know who your source is. Go to the right source. Amen. Hallelujah. If you look at John chapter 14, verse 27. John 14, verse 27. Now, don't confuse the peace in the Bible with what the world is trying to offer you, you know. When you have a great meal, you feel good. Uh, When you have read a book, you feel good. When you have gone to the psychiatrist or the counselor, you feel good. Uh, Whatever, if you have had an ice cream, you feel peaceful. We're not talking about that kind of peace, okay? We're talking about the heavenly power. Amen. And if you look at John chapter 14, verse 27, it's the peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Who's talking? It's the peace of Jesus. When the world is being shaken around you, everybody is afraid of covid what do you have on the inside? Fear or peace? Peace. When your body has the symptoms and the pain is talking to you, what do you have on the inside? Peace. When people are not treating you well, rejecting you, even leaving you or bullying you, what do you have on the inside? Peace. And it's the conquering, overcoming, commanding peace. It's the peace of Jesus who overcame the world, who defeated the world, who defeated every demon. Can we say amen? amen? Hallelujah. To be a Christian is to be a strong person. To be a Christian is to be an overcomer. That's what it means to be a Christian. To be a Christian is to be a winner. That's what it means to be a Christian. And the gospel that we study, the gospel that we preach, it is called in Romans chapter 10, 15, the gospel of what? Peace. It's not just the gospel that makes you feel good. It's the gospel of peace. It's the peace that protects you. It's the peace that guards and garrisons your mind. It's the peace that surrounds you, whatever situation that you are in. The Bible is practical. It is not a religious book. Don't ever join a religious organization. Don't be a religious Christian. Don't be a weak Christian. Be a conquering Christian. Be a believer. Signs and wonders and miracles are not reserved for heaven. Signs and wonders and miracles are to manifest on the earth. So can you expect them? Can you expect them? Can you believe them? Amen. You will get what you believe. You will get what you expect. Amen. Hallelujah. Peace, once again, is the attribute of God. God is peace. His word is peace. Heaven is full of peace. Amen. He's the God of peace. What does that mean? He is calm, composed, confident. He is positive. He's full of energy, can never be depleted. He's totally in charge. And whose peace have we been given? Come on, answer me. Whose peace we, have we been given? It's the peace of Jesus. Lift up your hands and receive right now. Come on, receive and walk in it. Receive and walk in it. Receive and live by it. We have been given the peace of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. It's residing now on the inside of you. You need to know it. You need to live by it. Because the minute you lose your peace, you won't be in charge anymore. The minute you lose your peace, you'll become a victim to your feelings, to what the devils are doing to you, to what the people are doing to you, to what the people are saying around you. Peace is very, very important. Peace protects your mind, protects your body, peace protect your finances, peace protects your job, peace protects your household. It is so, so vital and important. Can I ask you to look at John chapter 20, verse 21, John twenty twenty-one? and it's so important that what you hear today, you do it. It's so important that you are not just a hearer, but you are a doer. Now, what I'm telling you, is not easy. If it's easy, everybody would have done it. The walk of faith is not easy because your feelings are shouting against you. Your environments, it's shouting against you. But you need to build yourself strong on the inside. Remember, when Jesus was in the storm, it was raging. The waves they were beating against the bow, coming into the bow, and it was a very fierce storm. Their lives, that all their lives were in danger. Jesus experienced the water splashing against his face, the wind blowing against him, too. We're talking about two rams. One is the ram of the natural. That you can see, you can feel, you can hear, you can taste, and you can touch. We're talking also about the realm of the supernatural. The realm that is above. The realm that is over. This natural realm. The realm that is invisible to the human sight. The realm that is untouchable by the five physical senses. But that's the realm that you and I are born again to function. Do you get it? We are to function in that ram. And that's the ram that guarantees your success. If you look at John chapter 20, verse 21. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. I want you to highlight this. Do you still highlight your Bible? Yes. I want you to highlight this. As my Father had sent me, even so send I. You, I want you to highlight those two, the word S, and then highlight even so. S, what does that mean? The same way. Like. Like. The same way. My Father, God, had sent me, even so, in the same way I send you. So Jesus sees no difference between you and I. He sees no difference between himself and us. Do you get this? He sees no difference between him and us. He did not come as the son of God. He came as the son of man to give us what? Zoe, eternal life, the life that empowers us to function like God on the earth. Whoa, are you sure, Pastor Dora? I'm 100% sure, because the will of God is to reproduce Jesus in you and in me. That's how he builds the army of God. He reproduces himself in us. God wants you to be like him. In fact, if you read Genesis, we were made in the image of God. God is not in the business of putting you down and saying to you, you're just a mere mortal. What do you want from me? He's not like that. How many parents do we have here? Lift up your hands. How many parents want your children to do better than you? That's the heart of the father. Say to the person next to you, God is not mean. Remember, God is a giver. He is a giver. Nothing good does he withhold from those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. So how many of us love him? Amen. Amen. Don't allow this inferiority to separate you from your father. I have two children. I love them to come to me. I don't to. I don't like them to tell me, oh, you're my mom. You know, you're higher. You're higher. You're my dad. You're so high. I, I'm not worthy to approach you. Would you like your kids to do that to you? No. No. You want to reproduce yourself in your children and you want them to do better than you. Isn't that right? Amen. And if you could multiply that by a million times... That's the heart of your Father. You know, the the so powerful revelation when the disciples asked Jesus, could you teach us how to pray? What did Jesus say? Are you sure? Didn't he say our God? Didn't he say our highest commander? What did he say? Our Father. Get that revelation. Get that revelation. Can we say amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In the realm of the spirit, you are in Christ. And the devils should fear you like they fear Jesus, like they fear God. Amen. And in the realm of the spirit, what did Jesus do to the storm? He rebuked it. He said unto it, so your word is your action. Whatever you say is right away acted on. So whatever the father said, peace, I give unto you. You don't go, okay, when, when are you giving that to me? How are you going to give it to me? Uh, How much do I need to pay for this? Uh, How much good work do I need to do to earn this? No, when Jesus said, peace, I give unto you. What do you do? Yes, right now I receive. Amen. The minute he says, give, you say, I receive. The minute he says, be unto you, yes, thank you, amen. Because the word is the medium of exchange in the realm of the spirit. The minute you believe, be it done unto you according to your faith. So your faith is your receiving medium. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Look at Mark chapter 9, verse 23. I'm sure we all know this scripture. Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, Mark 9, 23. If you can read that together with me, 1, 2, 3. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. All the troubles in our life is to stop us from believing. Well, you said you are the Lord that healeth me, but the doctor gave me another report. You said you are the Lord that healeth me, but I'm suffering so much pain in my body. You said you are the Lord, my Jehovah, Jireh, who provides for me, but I don't have enough money in my account. We are not made to be subject to our five physical senses. All the information that we gather, we gather them through our five physical senses. And the five physical senses, instead of serving us, then become our master. We live by the five physical senses. And that's why the world has a trust issue. The world finds it very difficult to trust. How do I know if you're telling me the truth? How do I know if you're not pretending? Is that real? Is that sure? It is so normal in the world to doubt, to second guess. Isn't that right? And that's why God is in the business of bringing us back into the realm of faith. Faith works by revelation. Knowledge. Knowledge. Faith works by knowing, I know, and I know, I know Why do I know? Because I've heard from God There is no shadow of turning Once you've got it, once the, the knowledge has been reviewed to it It settles on the inside of you And that's what we call peace How do I know that I have faith? When I have peace Faith and peace work together. You must know where your faith is and you must know where your peace is. So how do I receive from God? Believe his word, act on his word, live by his word. How do I receive from God? Believe and act. Come on, let me ask you. How do I receive from God? Can you answer me? believe and act. One more time. Amen. Because you can sing all the songs of faith. You can sing, you can pray even. You can sing and you can pray. But how do I know that I've truly believed when I act? So important. If you look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 13, Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 13, we're talking about the power of faith. Faith and peace work together. As we talk about peace, we talk about faith. If you look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 13, this is called the commissioning scriptures. This is when Jesus commissioned his disciples, send them out with power, send them out to preach the gospel, send them out to win people to the kingdom. So, this is a very powerful scripture. Jesus said, as you go preach, saying, the power of words. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. What's the meaning of the word at hand? Can somebody tell me? Show me. At hand means now, here. Do you have to pray for it? Yes or no? No. Do you have to wait for it? No. It's at hand. That means it's here. The power of God is here, ready for you to use it. You don't have to pray heaven down. You don't have to try to earn it. You don't have to try to figure it out. Actually, the more you try to figure it out, the more you can get it because your brain is involved. Come on, say with me, at hand. And then what did he tell his disciples to do? Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils freely. Come on, say with me, freely. One more time. Free. Freely. One more time. Freely you have received. Freely give. When did they receive? How did they receive that? The minute it was spoken. The minute Jesus spoke it and they believed it and received it and acted on it. That's what we see in the book of Acts. All the disciples, miracles, signs, Wonders, the boldness, the peace, the confidence. And the same for us. Come on, say to yourself, the same for me. Amen. Amen. Because we're living in such a doing world. It's like everything. You have to earn it. You have to make it. You have to struggle for it. You have to reason it out. You have to try to get it. No, no, no. In the kingdom, in the realm of the spirit, it's not like that. In that kingdom, in that realm, Your yes is a yes. Your no is a no. God's yes is yes. God's no is no. Just simple. I love the simplicity of the Bible. It's good to live a simple life. The reason why sometimes we miss God is because we complicate issues. We think too much. And we think too much ahead of ourselves. And then look at verse 9. Provide neither gold, nor silver, nor brass in your purses. Can we continue with that, please? Nor scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staffs, For the workman is worthy of his meat. Whoa, that's a bit difficult. You're talking about money. So Jesus is saying, don't go by how much money you have in your account. Don't give by don't go by how much money you have in your purse. Go by faith. Go by faith. I remember when we first started to go to China, in the beginning it was just me and my sister-in-law and we just went by faith. We didn't have a mission account. Go by what you have. The voice of God. Go by faith, go by joy, go by passion. Well, you said to me, Pastor Dora, that's very, very hard. How many of you believe that we need training? How many of us believe that training is good for us? This is to train us not to be a victim to our five physical senses. And not to be a victim to the world. This is to train us to believe God for provision. To believe God for health. To believe God for power. To believe God for prosperity. To believe God for connections. Can we say amen? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And the righteous lives by faith. Amen. So lift up your hands and say thank you for the training. We must be trained to reign. Nobody throw like a a baby on the throne. We must be trained to reign. If you don't want training, you never reign. Can we say amen? Say to the person next to you, be trained to reign. So don't see them as hard times. No, they are not hard times. They are training times. They are promotion times. There are times that God delivers you testimonies. Can we say amen? Amen. Glory be to God. Challenging times are our training times, our conquering times. Amen. The rewards and the manifestations are at hand, ready for me. Now let's get to that very important scripture in verse 11. And into whatsoever city or town you shall enter, inquire who in it is? Worthy and there abide till you go thence. That means till you leave. And look at verse 12. And when you come into that house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, come on, say with me, worthy. worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, say with me, not worthy, let your peace return to you. So let's look at two things. Peace is like a power, a commodity that you can release and you can take back. Peace is like a mantle, a covering that can come on that household or taken away from that household. That's what Jesus is saying. Jesus is the one who said, be wise, be innocent as a dove and yet be wise as a serpent. Jesus the one who said, don't cast your pearls before the swine. So what's the meaning of being worthy and not worthy? And if you continue to read, now go to uh, verse 14. Verse 14. Whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. So who are the ones who are not worthy? Those who will not receive you nor hear the word of God from you. Don't cast your pearls before the swine and don't victimize yourself. You must be wise to discern. God is in the business of protecting you. And for him to protect you, you must also protect yourself. You must not subject yourself to abuse. You must not subject yourself to those that who don't listen to you. Those who don't receive you. And let your peace come to you. Do you get it? Because peace is very, very powerful. It's very, very important. You must take good care of your environment. If you're living with people who are constantly belittling you, verbally abusing you, you need to shut your ears. Just say, sorry, I need to go out for a minute. Or if you are answering your phone call and somebody is abusing you, you know, just put that phone away from your ears. It's very important for you to guard your heart. For out of your heart flows the forces of life and peace is one of those forces. How do I guard my heart? By guarding what I see, what I hear. Do you get it? Should we be taking responsibility for ourselves? Amen. It's very, very important. Amen. Don't victimize yourself. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He will teach you what to say. He will teach you what to do. Sometimes all you need to do is just walk away until the person calms down. Sometimes all you need to do is maybe plug in a to your year you know to your mobile phone and listen to some Christian music, <laughs> but your environment is very, very important, very very important. now remember this is the commissioning scripture. these are the commissioning scriptures, so peace is one of the weapons that Jesus had given to his disciples, and he told them what to do with it. now go to Luke chapter eight verse forty eight Luke eight forty eight, Peace is a protective force. Now, we're living in this time, you know, when there's pandemic in the world. Everybody is about protection. Protection is more than just physical protection. Mental protection is very important. There's a lot of mental cases now in the world, right? And emotional protection is also very, very important. Your financial protection is very, very important. Peace is a protective force. Without peace, like your guard goes down and the devil can attack you. But with your peace, it's like you're surrounded by the walls of Jerusalem and you're well protected. It might be that your house has high walls, you know. You're so concerned that you don't want, you know, robbers or thieves to come near your house, which is good. But at the same time, make sure that your heart is guarded. Your head is guarded. Your mind is guarded. The devil's weapon, the devil's only weapon, only weapon, only weapon, guess what that is? It's fear. That's his only weapon. If he could get you to fear, if he could get you to worry, if he could get you to be anxious, if he could get you to be nervous, if he could get you to be unsettled, that's how he can attack you. But what is our weapon? Come on, tell me, what is our weapon? Faith. What do you have? The shield of? Faith, with which you extinguish all the flaming darts of the wicked. So, so important that you guard your mind and guard your heart. Choose whom you listen to and what you listen to. Can we say amen? Amen. If you look at Luke chapter 8, verse, verse 48, the woman had been healed with the issue of blood. But what did Jesus say? What did he say? He said unto the woman, to her, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith hath made you whole. Your faith, not my faith. Your faith hath made you whole. And then what did he say? What did he say? Go in peace. Peace is a protective force. There have been a lot of people that have lost their healing. They got healed, but they lost it. Why? Because they were not protected with peace. They got healed in the healing crusade. They got healed when they were prayed for, but then they went and mixed with the unbelievers or mixed with the lukewarm Christians or the traditional Christians, and they heard them speaking words of unbelief. And before they know it, their heart got shaken, their faith got shaken, and the healing was lost. So important, peace is your protective force, is your protection. Look at Philippians chapter four, verse seven. Philippians chapter four, verse seven. Philippians four seven, and the peace of God. Whose peace is that? Whose peace is that? The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds, two vital organs. Can you name them for me? And? One more time. And? Heart and mind. Very, very important. (coughs) Peace is a protective force guarding our hearts and our minds and our emotions against the attacks of the enemy. Peace is greater than the human mind. What is spiritual is over and above than what comes through your senses. Listen to me. The difference is in the sense realm, you figure out, you reason, but in the revelation realm, you know, and you know God, the way that God operates is his thought transmitted to your thought. You receive the mind of Christ for you to receive the thoughts of God. It comes by transmission. It does not come through figuring out. Do you get it? Peace is also a thermometer or an indicator of how you're doing. Romans 8.6, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. How do I know that I'm spiritual? I'm being peaceful. How do I know that I'm spiritual? I'm being joyful. There are two realms, the realm of darkness and evil, and the realm of light and goodness. Which realm do you want to live in? The realm of light and goodness. There are two kinds of lives. One is the life of death. A normal person, an average person born to die. The body decays. Grows, decays, and go to death. That's the life of death. But Jesus had come to give us the life of eternity. You thrive, you get rejuvenated, you put on the new man, and you grow, and you grow, and you grow, and you thrive, and you thrive, and you thrive, until all the way you go to heaven Can we say amen? Well, you asked me, Pastor Dora, are you sure? I thought uh, we were given only 70 years to live, and I think I'm already 70. (laughs) That's why you shouldn't be just listening to people. (laughs) Check out for yourself. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 2. For length of days and Long life and peace shall they add to you. God can add years to you, decades to you. Can we say amen? Amen. So my advice for you is don't ever see yourself old. Don't ever see yourself decaying. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Use whatever is available to make yourself look good and look young. Because your natural man looks at the physical appearance. And people will talk to you and influence you and convince you that you're old. I don't need any of that help. Come on, say with me, I'm young, Young. healthy, strong. God is using me. I want him to use me more and more. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So the sign that you are spirit-filled, spirit-led, spirit-empowered and victorious is peace. Amen. Peace. The tranquility and the undisturbedness on the inside of you. Look at Psalm 37, verse 37. Psalm 37, verse 37. I want to finish with this. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man is what? Peace. Heaven's peace. God's peace. The peace of Jesus the peace that would turn everything around. Remember, Joseph, he was sold as a slave, thrown into prison, but he held on to that shalom. Do you know that the Jews, to them, shalom is very, very important. They greet one another. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Amen. Come on, say to the person next to you, shalom. 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 Amen. So what happened to... What happened to Joseph? He held on to that peace. He did not get irritated. He did not get agitated. He wasn't complaining. He wasn't grumbling against God. He did not say to God, well, you gave me that dream. Now look at this now. Why did he not do that? Because he had the peace. What about Daniel thrown into the lion's den? The Hebrew children, what did they have that protected them? The peace. What about Esther? When she had to go in and see the king, what did she have? Peace. Without that peace, they all would have reacted. I don't know about you. I have prayed. I pray, Lord, stop all this reaction. I don't like to react. Protect me from reactions. We need to pray that prayer. Because remember, even Moses was provoked. And he lost it. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, protect me. I don't want to be provoked. I don't want to react. I thank you, Lord, for your peace that come all over me like a mentor to protect me. Peace all around me. Peace upon me. Peace on the inside of me. Let's give the Lord a big hand of praise. Amen. Glory. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you're here this morning and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and you're struggling, always trying to make it, you know, make things work, always to, to make your life better, you don't know how to have that peace, I want to ask you to lift up your hands. I want to pray for you. I see that hand. Beautiful. Anybody else? Hallelujah. You know, a fool says in his heart that there is no God. Who is a fool? A fool is somebody who doesn't know that he is a fool. (laughs) Who is a wise man? A wise man is someone who knows his needs. So the very fact that you've raised your hand, you are a wise man. Amen. So can we say this prayer together? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can we have that prayer, the salvation prayer? Hallelujah. Remember, you believe with your heart. With your heart, men believe unto righteousness. The minute you believe, righteousness is imparted to you. And with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with your mouth, the saving power of God, the saving grace of God comes right away into your life. And when the devil tries to attack you, he can see that you are a child of God, marked for protection. Amen. And as you grow and mature in that life, you become a conqueror against the devil. Amen. So say this prayer together with me. Lord Jesus, I accept you now as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of all of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you for dying for my sins and resurrecting for my justification. Right now, I believe That my sins are forgiven and my spirit born again. By your word and your spirit, I am saved. Born again. I am a child of God. I am free from the power of sin so I can serve the living God. Amen. Can I ask you to lift up your hands? I just want to bless you. Father God, I praise you and thank you for your word, your word that is so powerful, your word, hallelujah, that is a mighty weapon against the enemy, your mighty protection for your people. Your word is your way to empower us, your way to impart to us, amen, all your attributes, your goodness, oh God. I speak your blessing over your people. Your goodness over your people. Amen. Your practical wisdom in our daily living. Your practical protection in our daily living. Amen. Father, we praise you and thank you. Your word says that we are the highly favored one. So, Lord, I pray your favor to fall upon your people. Amen. Yes, Lord, your word that says that whatsoever we do, prospers so your spirit of prosperity to come upon your people. And Father, use us as your channels of blessing. Use us as your vessels of manifestation, manifesting your goodness, who you are, your way to live, and the power of living, and the goodness of living your life. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Everybody say, Amen, amen Can I ask the musicians to come Can I ask you to stand up with me Let's sing this song one more time I know who I am Before I invite Mark to come and share his testimony Amen